Ciao a tutti, benvenuti su italianpod101.com Hi everyone, Brandon here. Welcome back to italianpod101.com. This is Lower Intermediate, Season 3, Lesson 4. Have you seen this Italian film? Ciao, I'm Ophelia. So, Ophelia, what are we going to learn in this lesson? In this lesson, you learn how to describe a movie you like. Sounds good. The conversation takes place in a restaurant. And it's between Maria, Elia and Lucia. The speakers are co-workers and friends, so they'll be speaking in formal Italian. Okay. Let's listen to the conversation. A proposito di film italiani, avete mai visto Io ballo da sola di Bertolucci? No, sai che non l'ho mai visto? Ho visto L'ultimo imperatore che ha vinto l'Oscar, ma non Io ballo da sola. Di cosa parla? È la storia di una ragazza americana che trascorre le vacanze estive in Italia a casa dei suoi parenti in Toscana. Non succede quasi nulla, però ovviamente ci sono paesaggi bellissimi. Interessante. Una ragazza americana in Italia. Sembra la tua storia. Sì, era il mio must quando ero adolescente. Now, let's listen to the conversation with the English translation. A proposito di film italiani, avete mai visto Io ballo da sola di Bertolucci? Speaking of Italian movies, have you ever seen Bertolucci's Stealing Beauty? No, sai che non l'ho mai visto? Ho visto L'ultimo imperatore che ha vinto l'Oscar, ma non Io ballo da sola. Di cosa parla? No, you know I've never seen that. I saw The Last Emperor which won the Academy Award, but not Stealing Beauty. What's it about? È la storia di una ragazza americana che trascorre le vacanze estive in Italia, a casa dei suoi parenti in Toscana. Non succede quasi nulla, però ovviamente ci sono paesaggi bellissimi. It's the story of an American girl who spends summer vacation in Italy at her relative's place in Tuscany. Almost nothing happens, but obviously there are very beautiful landscapes. Interessante. Una ragazza americana in Italia. Sembra la tua storia. Interesting. An American girl in Italy. That seems to be your story. Sì, era il mio must quando ero adolescente. Yeah, it was a must-see when I was a teenager. Ophelia, who's the director that Maria mentioned in the dialogue? I'm not familiar with him. Bernardo Bertolucci is one of the most famous post-war Italian directors. He's produced several masterpieces. Some of them are really controversial, like Last Tango in Paris, and some are widely known, such as The Last Emperor. What's that movie about? It's about the life of China's last emperor, named Pui. I remember that Bertolucci's The Last Emperor was one of the first Western movies to offer a close-up of Asian culture during a time when intercultural exchanges weren't as common as today. 
It was even filmed in the real Forbidden City in Beijing. I watched it several times and enjoyed it a lot. Didn't it win some awards? Yes, it won nine Oscars, including Best Picture for that year. Bertolucci won Best Director. Wow, impressive! I'll definitely have to check it out. Now we're going to review all of the vocabulary for this lesson. The first word is. A proposito. Speaking of. A proposito. A proposito. Next we have. Sai che. You know that. Sai che. Sai che. Our next word is. Storia. Story. Storia. Storia. Next. Trascorrere. To spend time or to pass time. Trascorrere. Trascorrere. Next we have. Succedere. To happen. Succedere. Succedere. Our next word is centinaio. About a hundred. Centinaio. Centinaio. Next. Must. A must, as in a must see or must have. Must. Must. And our final word is. Ovviamente. Obviously. Ovviamente. Ovviamente. Let's have a closer look at some of the words and phrases from this lesson. The first phrase is sai che, meaning you know that. This expression is used at the beginning of a sentence and created by the second person singular of the verb sapere, meaning to know, and the conjunction che, meaning that. When can we use this phrase? This phrase is a colloquial expression, so it's useful when you are talking to a friend and you want to catch his or her attention. Your friend will definitely prick up his or her ears. You can also use it in the plural form. Sapete che? Then when should we not use this expression? We shouldn't use this when speaking formal Italian. In that case, you should use the third person. Can you give us an example using this key phrase? Sapete che Laura parteciperà alle Olimpiadi? Meaning, you know that Laura will participate in the Olympics? Okay, next we have centinaio, meaning about a hundred. This masculine noun comes from the word cento, meaning one hundred, but it doesn't mean exactly one hundred. So, when can we use this word? We can use it when we want to communicate an approximate value. We cannot use it for a precise number of things. Can you give us an example? Sure. Ho guadagnato solo un centinaio di euro. I earned only about 100 euros. It can also be combined with the numbers 2 to 9 to refer to approximately 200 up to 900. The plural form of the word ends in a and becomes feminine. So, for example, 
duecentinaia. Meaning about 200. Okay, next we have must. Meaning a must. We're using this as a noun. Right. You can use this word whenever you want to refer to something that, even if not necessary, can't be missed because it's very cool or comfortable. In English, we'll generally use must this way in conjunction with another word, such as must see, must have, or must do. In Italian, the second word isn't necessary. So, Ophelia, when can we not use this word? Well, you cannot use it when you are referring to something that is really necessary. Can you give us an example of its use in the correct way? Sure. Quelle scarpe sono un must di stile. Those shoes are a must-have style. Okay, now on to the lesson focus. In this lesson, you'll learn about using the relative pronoun K to describe simple facts. In the dialogue, Lucia said, No, sai che non l'ho mai visto? Ho visto l'ultimo imperatore che ha vinto l'Oscar, ma non io ballo da sola. Di cosa parla? Meaning, no. You know I've never seen that? I saw the last emperor which won the Academy Award, but not stealing beauty. What's it about? Ophelia, how is the relative pronoun used here? Well, che, the relative pronoun, introduces a relative clause, meaning that it connects two sentences and also substitutes for a noun. The clause introduced by the pronoun is subordinate and is dependent on the main clause. Additionally, che, is invariable, and we can only use it when it substitutes the subject or object of the relative clause. Can you give us an example? Here's one. Le lasagne che ha fatto la nonna sono buonissime. Meaning, the lasagna that grandma prepared is delicious. And here's another one. Il signore che aspetta davanti alla porta è Paolo. The man who waits in front of the door is Paolo. So, it seems that this word can be used in more than one way. Well, it translates into different English words. We use che for who, whom, which, and that when we are using it with a relative clause. In English, we often omit the that from sentences. For example, we'll say, this is the dress I bought yesterday, instead of saying, this is the dress that I bought yesterday. While in English it's okay to omit the relative pronoun that, you cannot omit che in Italian. It's necessary to pay attention to this, because in many cases in English the relative pronoun isn't used, but in Italian it's necessary. Okay, can you give us another example? L'ho vista che correva per la strada. I saw her running down the road. In English, running is an adjective modifying her. Yes, and in Italian, the only way to translate it is with a relative clause, che correva. Also, if the relative clause refers to the entire previous sentence and not only to a single word, the relative pronoun, che, needs to be preceded by the definite article, il. For example, non si impegna, il che è un peccato. Meaning, he doesn't make any effort, which is a pity. Listeners, remember that the word che in Italian has many different functions. Let's review these quickly so that you'll have them in mind. You can follow along with the lesson notes. 
que can be used as a relative pronoun, as we've just discussed. It can also be used as an interrogative pronoun. Such as, que ore sono, meaning, what time is it? It can be an exclamative pronoun. Such as, che bella giornata, what a beautiful day. And it can be a conjunction. For example, ecco che arriva la torta, meaning, there, the cake is coming. Well, I think that about explains it. Ophelia, can you give us a couple more sentences using this word? Sure. Listeners, you can find this in the lesson notes. Vuoi provare il liquore che ho fatto io? Do you want to try the liqueur that I made? And here's another one. Il ragazzo che ha vinto si chiama Andrea. Meaning, the boy who won is called Andrew. Well, it's time to wrap up our lesson. Be sure to check out the lesson notes for more details and examples. Want to master even more Italian? Get instant access to all of our lessons. With a basic or premium subscription, you get our entire library of audio and video lessons. Listen or watch at the comfort of your computer. Or stream them directly from your phone or mobile device and learn on the go. Lessons are organized by learning level, so you can go one level at a time. Or skip around to different levels. It's up to you. Instantly access them all right now at italianpod101.com. Go to italianpod101.com and rapidly improve your Italian pronunciation. Thank you for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next time. A presto! A proposito di film italiani, avete mai visto Io ballo da sola di Bertolucci? No, sai che non l'ho mai visto? Ho visto L'ultimo imperatore che ha vinto l'Oscar, ma non Io ballo da sola. Di cosa parla? È la storia di una ragazza americana che trascorre le vacanze estive in Italia, a casa dei suoi parenti in Toscana. Non succede quasi nulla, però ovviamente ci sono paesaggi bellissimi. Interessante. Una ragazza americana in Italia. Sembra la tua storia. Sì, era il mio must quando ero adolescente.